But when we go in automatic throughout our day and we don't take the time to check in and slow down enough to celebrate those things, we're also removing that evidence as if it never happened. And it takes us digging deeper to remind ourselves that it exists. So yeah. instead of having to do it in reverse, slow down enough in your day and go, what did I do today? I woke up this morning and I mm -hmm. said, I will do great things today. And look at where you are right now. You did yeah. your mom stuff. You showed up for Katie. You did all those things. Have you celebrated yourself yet today? I took a shower. <laughs> Again, have you celebrated yourself? Did you get out of the shower and do your happy Woo! dance? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then the next shower you'll take, you'll go, wow, I took a shower. Heck yeah, <laughs> I did this. And the next time you feed your body and the next time you have a beautiful rest night's sleep, Mm -hmm. All of those little micro wins are so profound that if we celebrate ourselves, then we're actually act acting in gratitude because yeah. if we're celebrating them, we're acknowledging receiving it. So we're mm -hmm. acting in gratitude without even realizing that we're doing it. And when we do that, things come in tenfold. What's up, you beautiful beasts? I'm Katie. I'm on a mission to help humans become the best possible versions of themselves and to strive for overall health, mental health, emotional health, physical health, all of the healths without ever having to step on a scale. I have had the privilege to talk to all kinds of different humans who've been through a plethora of experiences just being a human and existing. I believe that every single time somebody shares their story, at least one person listening will learn from it, be inspired by it, and maybe just maybe, even change the entire direction of their life. These are the stories of humans unveiling their beautiful beast. Keep listening. This is the Unveiling the Beast podcast. What up, beasts? Welcome back to the show. Today's episode, I'm back with Amy I Am, and we're back hanging out because we just feel like we didn't get to finish our conversation last time, so we went at it again. Today's main theme is listening to yourself and trusting your gut to do the right thing for yourself. Yeah, I'd say that. that that's, that's the one. Also, today's episode is a little bit different because... It is the first ever episode of the Unveiling the Beast podcast with video footage. So, as always, I hope something lands with you today. I hope something you hear tugs on your heartstrings and or I hope you laugh. That's probably the, the biggest focus that I have going on in my space besides the constant desire for visibility and sharing my ripple and helping people just to give themselves permission to use their voice and make themselves a priority in their world. Because many of us are just on, this, on the empty. We are yeah. on the exhaustion and on the overwhelm and on the, I don't like this anymore and just don't know where to take the first step. So really that's my daily approach in the different podcasts that I'm on, the different 
places that I get invited to, the different individuals that I get to speak to. I just allow them to ask themselves questions for self-discovery and go, you know what? I can do this. Yeah, I can make this part of my world and I can have more than where I'm at right now. Yeah. And I love that you're saying all that. We started, by the way. <laughs> I think that's a great place to start. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Guys, hey. She's back. She's a rock star. Um, but yeah, I think that's amazing that you bring that up right now because this is, well, technically it's my second day of my new life. Yes. And it's like, holy crap, this is what it feels like to breathe. <laughs> Amen. You know? Yeah. Not, not that what I'm doing. Days. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say in those hard days, it doesn't mean those hard days won't happen. Yeah, exactly. But now you're in the driver's seat. Life mm-hmm. isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. And you get to take total control and give permission for what exists in your space now. You don't have to do it just because yeah. you're an employee or just because somebody else has expectations for you that yeah. you get to determine that now. Yeah. And it feels really good. <laughs> it so feels good. And <laughs> I'm on, let me see. I'm on five days in a row. Okay. With more than seven hours of sleep. Yes. Hi, I'm Katie. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> e... <laughs> I am so excited for you. That How does that <sighs> step feel for you, Katie? Which one? The one that you're getting sleep. How how are you? How do you feel that showing up in your space? Everywhere. Yeah. Because like you, even when I wasn't getting sleep, um, and I know it'll take me a while to catch up because it's Absolutely. it's years of lack of sleep. Yeah. But even when I still was in that, I'm not getting enough sleep. It affects everything. It's like, it's gonna be a huge part of the work that I do. Um, cause you know, I'll, I'll be focusing on health without stepping on a scale because, you know, we don't weight, do that. Weight's yeah. <laughs> not a behavior. Um, right. but sleep, it, it, it affects every single like category that I have <laughs> for I love unveiling it. your beast. So, and it is, and, and I think what people forget is that sleep is the refueling and the repairing yeah. And when we don't allow our body that just as important as taking in brain fuel and emotional fuel and physical food, nutrition fuel all day long to operate, if we don't have the refueling and the repairing that sleep allows, not just for our physical body, but for our emotional and mental body as well. Mm-hmm then we really don't understand the capacity and the bandwidth that we have inside of us until we give it that. And like you said, it's been several years of deprivation for you, but what a powerful place for you to even feel in just those few short days, the difference, the shift, the, the, wow, is this what it's really like? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I'm awake. If that makes sense, like I'm awake, but I feel like I'm alert. Yeah. I'm not mm. distracted. Um, I'm not distracted mm. by my exhaustion. So powerful. Yeah. It feels so good. Watch and I know world. I, I can't even imagine what it's going to feel like when I'm, I'm going to put it in quotes because I'm a mom caught up <laughs> with sleep. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know that that ever happens because what will happen as you do this, the demand will also increase. And so just understanding the necessity of now that Mm -hmm. there will be days that you just won't sleep because whatever's happening around you, but there will be days that you will sleep and you'll feel like, wow, I feel caught up, but it was only one night. So why does it feel so empowering now? And, and it'll be that continuous journey, the up, the down, the ebb, the flow, the, all of that will be there. But because you are now in a space of all of Katie and not just portions of Katie, how you get to show up will be so much greater than ever. So you will also be fueled by your source because mm-hmm. you're plugged into it differently and you're yeah. much more aware of what it is that you are capable of doing. Which is anything. Everything. Everything and anything. <laughs> Everybody's capable of doing anything and everything. Amen. I've always believed that. And I'm teaching it, it hardcore to my son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love it. You are so powerful. I love watching uh, you shine on this level. Thank you. And I have people like you in our our close little ECCP family. Yes. That, you know, you've all helped me so much. So just by existing. <laughs> I appreciate that. I won't mind being your mirror for the rest of your forever. Because hmm. that's all I get to do is just remind you of the amazingness that's inside of you and challenge you to touch the uncomfortable because I can see it. And you may not necessarily have the visibility that I do because you see yourself every day. So Mm -hmm. I get to see little bits of you that are a little bit deeper and and bigger and more loud and disruptive (laughs) and all of that good stuff. Cause that's the kind of stuff you're going to get from me. I, as much as I'm a mom, just like you, I, I don't settle. I, I live in the lost boy state. So I live with the misfits. I live with the the discomfort. I live with the, guess what? I'm not asking, not asking for approval. I'm not asking for acceptance. I'm going to do all of this, whether you like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. My question for you is, do you have people that do that for you too? Because you do that for everyone else. I've learned that that was a necessity in my space. Um, it's taking me years. It's Mm -hmm. taken me years, not just to find those people, but to also learn how to let go of the ones that weren't those people. Yeah. And learning that even those that are very, very close, like family members and loved ones and prior relationships and leaders and different people that I've worked with in my time that it's very much allowed to understand that people's existence are only meant for a time and a season. Mm. And just as we grow the desire for people who challenge us and inspire us and push us is required as well. And when we stay around the same people that don't offer that elevation, we're asking for stagnation. And that's a really hard word for me. Stagnation is scary. Stagnation is death. Stagnation is a waste of this beautiful moment that I've been given right now. And five minutes ago, and this morning, 
when I was able to wake up and get given another day. And so I do have a very, very little group that I trust and honor on different levels. So I have a circle. Mm -hmm. when, When I was raising children, I even did this. I would say, wait a minute, this is my circle. I don't want you in it right now. I need to be able to breathe. So my kids would be able to be close, but they couldn't be tapping on me or mom, mom, mom. I no, I need my circle. Yeah. So then they could also establish their own circle when they felt, you know, confined or, or impeded upon or whatever the case be, because it's a healthy space, a healthy boundary. And so as I have gone through my own healing journey, I've acknowledged the fact that I can also have multiple levels, you know, no different. I can have people that I let in this circle and then maybe have a circle at this level and this level and this level Mm -hmm. that I'm learning something from them, but it doesn't mean I need to divulge all of me, Mm. that it's up to me how much I'm willing to share. It's up to me how much I'm willing to give. It's up to me how open I am willing to be for what they're offering, but it's all my permission. And so I remember the time when my grandmother, very little, gosh, I probably was only five or six, sat next to her on the couch and we were talking about friends and somebody had made me sad. I don't even really remember exactly who it was, but She looked at me and she said, my sweet Amy, it's more important for us to have four quarters than a hundred pennies. And I, of course, just kind of looked at her like, wait, but they're both a dollar. You know, that's still a dollar. What does that mean? And, and she said, you know, in your pocket, if you were to carry a hundred pennies, how heavy would that be? Because there's a demand, there's an expectation. Each one of them needs something from you. Each one of them are requiring you to be a part of their space. But if you only have four quarters, it's a little easier to go out and play and run around. And you're only worried about only four things falling out of your pocket or out of your space. You're not worried about the masses. And so I use that even with my own children and my own grandchildren that you know, people like friends, they like to feel included, they like to feel accepted, they like to feel part of something. But who is it that shows up for you when you're in your down spot, that you then also show up for them when they're in their down spot, and that the power of symbiosis, and being able to to give to each other in those moments and loving each other are those people that are in this circle. Yeah. And so yes, absolutely. That's huge for me, but it did take a long time for me to go. Everybody doesn't need to be my friend. I don't need approval and acceptance from people to be important. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. That's a big lesson too. I, I, I used to be the one who everybody had to like me Mm. and if you didn't like me, what's wrong with me, you know, but now it's, if you don't like me, you're just not for me. Yeah. And it's okay. Person and it's fine. I'm fine with it because I'm not going to, I had this shirt once it said, I won't lower my standards to raise yours. (laughs) Ooh, I love that. (laughs) Oh, good. Ah. Yeah. So powerful. Like we get to choose who's in our life. Yes, we do. And I say all the time, get rid of those toxic people in your life. Amen whether they're blood or not, 
you know, and love yourself enough to know that it's not personal. Yeah. It is about your growth, your Mm -hmm. safety, your ability to elevate your existence in a way that you haven't done before. And again, if those people aren't encouraging that, or if they're constantly destructive or, you know, they're second causing you to second guess yourself, then why are you allowing them to exist in your space? And then to take that to another level. Now get ready for this one because it might be hard. (laughs) You also can't let yourself be that person. Mm. You can't allow that inner dialogue and those limiting beliefs and those what ifs and why nots. And like you said, if somebody doesn't like you, Maybe it has nothing to do with you. It's not about me. It's a reflection of where they are. Yeah. So in my space, am I allowing my inner dialogue to limit my growth? Am I allowing my own doubts and my own insecurities to take away from that person that's waiting for me because I'm brave enough to use my voice? Am I willing to allow those things to exist and not make a change, not make a shift and bring awareness to them so that we can reframe them, give them different. We can't change the original picture. We can't change the original experience, but how our perspective of that experience is and how we allow it to live in duality. How do we change that problem to a project? How do we change that failure to forward motion? What, how are we, cause it's up to us, just like we give permission to people existing in our space. We give permission to the language we're using for ourselves. And if we wouldn't allow somebody else to talk to us that way or talk to our loved ones, why are we letting ourselves do it? Yeah. I like to, um, with clients, I also like to, um, have them pretend they're saying those things to their child. They're mm. not their child, they're themselves in, inner the, child. in their past. Thank you, inner yes. child. <laughs> yes. You know, and sometimes I'll even have them grab a picture. I'll be like, do you have any pictures of yourself when you were younger? Yeah. And so they grab it. I'm like, okay, now say all those things to that picture. And most of the time I get this. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, And then you go, <laughs> right, exactly. So I had to bring that to your attention. So next time you do that to yourself, pick up that picture and do it to that baby. Yep. to that child. And you won't, you'll and stop you won't. yourself. You'll stop. right. right there. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's been super new, helpful. new awareness. And when you know something, when you're exposed to something, you can't unforget it. Mm-hmm. We can create the single dot on the line. If we can create those seeds that are mm-hmm. planted. So the next time that, you know, situation happens, all of a sudden that white flag goes up and goes, oh, wait, I've done this before. Shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't let it happen again. Yeah. No, I know what I'm not supposed to do. And it's amazing how powerful that is. Just simple awareness of yeah. identifying that source, identifying, are you really talking to yourself that way? Would you talk to a child that way? A stranger, a stranger's child, would you speak to them that way, let alone yourself? Yeah. My most, my most recent thing has been, I've, I've caught myself saying, I don't have any friends here. Mm. And I mean, I don't have 
I do have physical friends in my neighborhood. I just don't hang out with them. So what does that tell me? I need to reach out to my friends. But now like this was brought to my awareness in a, in a session. And now I'm able, like, as soon as I start saying, I don't have any, I just like snap out of it because that awareness is now there. Like, why do I keep saying that? It's not true. You know? Correct. And it is, it's taking you back to a moment. And what I would say to you when you feel that way is, are you being your first friend? Mm. Are you showing up for yourself first? Mm -hmm. Because when we feel alone, there's a gap. There's a reason why there's an absence of something. And so if we're going back to that moment, how are we showing up for ourselves? And most times it's literally the smallest thing of reminding ourselves when we've showed up in the most recent um, timeframe that we forgot because we didn't celebrate it. So when is the last time that you did something that you felt was impossible and you showed up for yourself and just carried on, but you didn't take the time to go, hell yeah, Katie, good (laughs) job, girl. Yes. uh Uh-huh. Do your happy dance, whatever it is. Yeah. Because our brain will just keep going automatic. But all of a sudden, when we add a deeper emotion, to it. And when we create celebration, it's a deeper imprint and our brain goes, Oh wait, move that up front. We like that. That that's a wonderful feeling. But when we go in automatic throughout our day and we don't take the time to check in and slow down enough to celebrate those things, we're also removing that evidence as if it never happened. And it takes us digging deeper to remind ourselves that it exists So instead of having to do it in reverse, slow down enough in your day and go, what did I do today? I woke up this morning and I Mm -hmm. said, I will do great things today. And look at where you are right now. You did your mom stuff. You showed up for Katie. You did all those things. Have you celebrated yourself yet today? I took a shower. (laughs) Again, have you celebrated yourself? Did you get out of the shower and do your happy dance? Exactly. Exactly. And then the next shower you'll take, you'll go, wow, I took a shower. Heck yeah, I did this. (laughs) And the next time you feed your body and the next time you have a beautiful rest night's sleep, Mm -hmm. all of those little micro wins are so profound that if we celebrate ourselves, then we're actually acting in gratitude. Because if we're celebrating them, we're acknowledging receiving it. So we're Mm -hmm. acting in gratitude without even realizing that we're doing it. And when we do that, things come in tenfold because we're acknowledging and aware of the amazingness that's happening around us, the tender mercies, the miracles, the magic that's happening around us when we slow down. And sometimes it's even slowing down enough to go, I don't like where I'm at. I need to shift. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not on the trajectory that I wanted to be today. I'm not on the path that I needed to be. Let me redirect that. So it can be used so powerfully and either way, but don't forget the celebrations because you, my love are powerful and you deserve to know that and to be your own hero and show up for you first. Mm -hmm. And then your cup will overflow and ripple into the rest of your world into your relationships, into your public space, into your clients. But you've got to do it 
first. Ladies and gentlemen, she's saying you speaking to me, but she's also speaking to you. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Because I speak to me that way. Yeah. I don't just direct it outward. I would not be standing here today if I didn't walk the path first. If I haven't been there my own self and experienced it, then I have no right to invite you into the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday was my first, uh, my first day not at my job, and it was also the first time since I was like sixteen years old that okay. I felt proud of myself without an attached guilt. Um, being mm. a, a recovering people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, anytime I felt pride, I would also have that, okay, whose happiness did I have to sacrifice in order to have my own? And How I, long did it the, take you to discover that? That I was a people pleaser? No, that you had that attached guilt in everything that you did to be able to recognize when it didn't exist. Um, Friday. Seriously. So, so it's fresh. 38 it's years. Yeah. 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 So that is beautiful. It's, it's really cool. Like just to feel so fucking proud of myself, you know, yes. it's a big step. That's huge. Yeah. That is. And, and what's even more huge is that you understood it. Mm-hmm. It took it from knowledge which you clearly have because you are certified in the things that you are. It took it from the knowledge level and took it into understanding. Yeah. And now it's understanding into implementation and duplication and creating that next level of Katie that the world hasn't even seen yet. It's the, I get it versus the, I got it. I got me. Like, I get it. I understand that, you know, the, rules so to speak of people pleasing i understand the rules but when you understand um healing from that and feeling the pride and not like pride in the negative sense either just i'm so freaking proud you have stepped into your personal power yeah so we don't have to allow pride which like you just did like your shoulders dropped (laughs) When you said pride, you totally came back. Yes. (laughs) And so when you said pride, I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's reword that. Let's use something altogether different because the only negative connotation is the experience that you have attached to it before. And now you've given yourself new experience so you can do this. I'm standing in my personal power and I'm, I deserve to be proud of myself. I showed up for me. Yeah. And that's another thing too on Friday. Um, like for me, when I'm really stressed out, I do the, I do the shoulder thing. I walk around like this and then I can't Mm -hmm. figure out why my recurring pinched nerve keeps happening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but like, you know, I feel relaxed and I was even asking my husband, I'm like, do I look different to you? And he's like, I mean, you look more awake. But I just, I was looking at myself. I'm like, I look different. Yeah. And like, I don't look different, but I look different. And it's you because see I yourself feel different. differently. You're yeah. showing up differently. Yeah. 
there's a new elevation to your vibration. Mm. And that vibration is brilliant. And it's been waiting a long, long time to come out. And the season of cleansing has happened. You've seen enough of what you didn't want to shed that crust. And now that that crust is gone, you're showing up Mm. exactly how you need to be today in this moment. And every day it will continue amplifying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So now I want to hear your experience with this. Like when... When was the first time that you stepped into your power? Oh, I've had a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of them in my lifetime. I probably the most recent event where I stepped into my power, I had left, thought I was leaving corporate America and joined a partnership with a gentleman where I basically handled operations, finance, uh, HR for a large development firm for multi-million dollar homes on the water in Tampa, Florida. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is great. I get to, I, prior to that was working in the bank, Mm -hmm. um, industry. And of course, just helping everybody on all of those levels financially and within management and, leadership roles, all kinds of different opportunities that were given me, but I was able to step away from that. And I thought, well, gosh, I'm a partner, you know, in a company. So kind of an entrepreneur, it's not my jam, but there's a dual responsibility here to be Mm -hmm. different than a big name saying, plug into this space. And this is what we want you to do. So we had created this partnership and when I stepped away, I kind of felt like, wow, this is this is really, really cool. So I did that for three years, loved what I did, um, built beautiful homes, had a very small team underneath us. We had, uh, I think, five, six people within our team, but we, we operated like a well-oiled machine and just people showed up because they felt seen. They felt like their voices were heard, that their specialty was theirs. Nobody else was doing it. There wasn't crisscross. And um, with my partner, though, outside of the team, there were little things that I would say to him due to my specialty, my 20 plus years in advanced corporate America, that I would say, you know, we really need to be doing this and this in order to protect ourselves. You're, You're growing, you're scaling, you're getting to this point. We need to be making sure that things are aligned legally. We need to make right. sure that we're keeping good records. We need to make sure that we're abiding by certain laws so that when these audits come and when these closer looks on our company come in, that we're not compromising ourselves. But success was more important. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of things went under the wayside. And I could see for about six months um, that we weren't seeing eye to eye. There was a lot of separation, things that I had asked for being disrespected. And not that I had the answers or that I was perfect, but you were asking me to do my specialty that I was knowledgeable and trained in and had experience in and was very, very good at. And so one day um, I walked into the office and he met me in the middle of the office to where I couldn't get to, to where I was normally at and said, good morning, and stood in my way. And I kind of looked at him like, good morning. And he said, 
today's your last day. I kind of looked at him. I was like, there's a partnership here. You can't just tell me I, I'm not an employee. You know, you, you can't do that to me. And he said, well, despite whether you think I can or can't, I am. And here's your stuff. And I said, no, I'm going to go to my office that I've worked in and get my own personal belongings. And he said, no, I've already packed them up for you. Here you go. I took a deep breath and I said, you know what? Thank you so much for allowing your true colors to shine because I've been seeing them for quite some time. And now you've only confirmed what I was exposed to. And I turned around and I walked out the door and I went downstairs to my car and I called my husband. And I said, babe, not doing this anymore. And he was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, I've just been let go from a partnership. So I guess today will be the first day that I get to go do everything that I've wanted to do for all of this time. Now on the side, I was a holistic life coach. I was doing, you know, leadership coaching and different things. So it wasn't that I didn't have the time or the ability, you know, to really love my passion. But in that mm -hmm. day, I stood up a little, like I didn't even cry. I wasn't mad. I didn't, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Now? None of that occurred. Like I sat there and I was like, all right, day one, let's go. Instead of the one day that I was holding on to, one day I'll get to go do what I love doing. One day I'll be able to show up. Now it was day one and it was my turn. So immediately just going into go mode and, and delving into the passions of what I love so much, which is what I'm doing now. But it took all of that journey, all of that having to happen and just allowing it. Like there was no attachment to the outcome. I didn't know right. when that day was coming. I just knew that something was happening. And I had the ability in my own personal journey to be strong enough to have the foundation to just go, okay, there's another crust gone. Let's do this. And that was really, really powerful for me. I could have very much so played the victim role. I could have been mad. I could have taken legal action. I could have dragged it out. I could have, there's a hundred things I could have done, but I did me and looked in the mirror and said, all right, now how do I utilize this time, this energy, this space that I have to show up in a way that I haven't had the opportunity to do. And I'm grateful my husband allowed and supported that, of course, um, because you still have to pay bills and you still have to show up for the family. Mm -hmm. And I'm very grateful that we were blessed in that way. But I also am a huge believer that what happened wouldn't have happened if those things were not put into place prior to, because our creator is not here to destroy us. Yeah. He's not here to demolish us. He's here to put miracles into place. And sometimes we just have to open our eyes a little bit bigger to see that those answers of the how to's already exist. We just have to focus on the why. Would you say that um, the lesson here, or at least the vibe I'm getting for, mm -hmm. for both of our stories is um, pay attention to the signs. <laughs> yes because there and were so many signs so many signs yeah that or just like how can I not I can't not <laughs> I can't not exactly. do this you know oh and Katie let me tell you so just um 
about a year before that event on that day, I um, was driving home from work one day and my core of my body just hurt so bad. Mm -hmm. I went to take a deep breath and realized that hurts like just to simply take a deep breath. And, um, then I rem in that pain was reminded that that pain had been happening for several weeks and I had been ignoring it. I had been pushing it to the wayside because my to-do list was more important. Right. I had to, I had to, I had to. And my body was screaming at me. I got home that night and walked in the door and hi guys, you know, hello to the puppies. Hey babe, what's up? Oh, I can't breathe. Again, pawned it off. Didn't think anything of it. Sat down, finally got to the point we did dinner, just slowly paying attention to that breathing wasn't possible. Sat down on the couch to get comfortable with my husband and went to take a deep breath and passed out. Mm -hmm. I blacked out and woke up in an emergency room with people encircling me. People I didn't know. My husband wasn't there. I mean, it was scary. I didn't know what was happening. I, you know, just so many things going on. And I grabbed the arm of a gentleman that was finally there and said, where am I and what's happening? And he just looked at me and said, ma'am, you're not going anywhere anytime soon. Just let us do our job. I was in the hospital for two and a half weeks. My body was screaming at me because I wasn't taking care of it, but yet I was a holistic life coach. Like I knew <laughs> all of the elements. I knew the systems. I knew the answers. I'm certified. I've been doing this for years. And I wasn't paying attention to those red flags that you're talking about. Yeah. And I had multiple surgeries in those weeks, multiple surgeries and was told that I may not leave. And in that, I'm grateful that I'm here today, but it was that wake up call that even I needed. Because like I said to you in the beginning, I've done this a few times. <laughs> I face planted a few times. This isn't yeah. just a one time I learned the miracle. No, this is what life throws at us. And if we don't slow down and check in with ourselves and recognize the red flags, we can do a lot of damage. I could have not been here anymore. Yeah, I could have left my beautiful family without a mom, without a daughter, without a wife, without a sister, all because I was so caught up in what society declares success and was willing to sacrifice my existence yeah. by not paying attention. Doesn't have to be that extreme. Right. But I've got all of those levels in the stories that I've experienced. And that one was probably the last time just before that day that he said, you're done. And I thought to myself, man, I've been done a long time ago, <laughs> but thank you for giving me permission yeah. to walk out and not let it be because I disrupted the world, but because you said, go ahead. Cause I knew what I was working with. So thank you for allowing me to share with individuals how important it is for us to pay attention yeah. to what's going on. Yeah. If your hair starts falling out and you're having anxiety attacks and heart palpitations, maybe it's time to change something. 
That was my case. <laughs> and and yeah. what was really cool, I worked with my husband and I was having um, an anxiety attack at my desk and he pulled me outside and he said, if you need to give your notice now, do, do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, we'll be fine. <laughs> oh, how I love it that. Amazing. Good job, hubby. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Because, you know, I, I never planned on being there forever. It was, it was. I was thrown into it in 2020 when nobody knew if they were going to be employed or not. So I just grabbed it and then I just stayed. Yeah. For a long time, for four years, I was there. And you Um, nailed it. You did amazing work for them, but at some point you needed to do you. And Mm -hmm. if I remember in our conversations, you already kind of knew it was happening. You just Mm -hmm. didn't know when. Yeah. And so I'm grateful for your awareness because I couldn't imagine the world without you. (laughs) I love having you around. Thank you. (laughs) I love having me around too. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing your story with me. Absolutely. And the world, the world being my mom, because she's my listener. (laughs) I love it. Well, and you know what? Mom has to be your listener first. And then we get to put the ripple in place. We get to do what it takes for the world to hear Katie, because what you offer my love can't be done by anybody but Katie. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people that are waiting for your amazingness on the level that you show up because then they go, gosh, she's doing it. Of course I can do it too. Yeah. that's, that's a really beautiful place to be because it takes courage, takes courage to be able to look in the mirror and see through all of the ouches and the hurts and the, that's uncomfortable. And wow, I don't want to do that, but I still did. And here you are in this space to be able to give that insight. And maybe somebody goes, wow, I remember feeling like that. Yeah. I remember giving up on myself. I remember losing my virtues and my values. I remember not using my no muscle. And then that's exactly what it is that they're waiting for. And they can go, thank you, Katie. Thank you for for sharing you so I could find me and live on a whole new level. Yeah. And be the best version of themselves, which is different for everybody. Yes, it is. Uh, Yeah. My best version of me is different than your best version of you. And it's different than my husband's best version of him. And so like, I'm happy to help you find that person. I love it. That beautiful beast within. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. And what's powerful is then when you give voice to that person, then that next person uses their voice. And that ripple turns mm-hmm. from the little tiny pebble in the pond to the hurricane wave out in the Atlantic to the tsunami that wipes away things so that people can open their eyes and go, oh, we need to pay more attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the neat part about it. And then knowing whether you ever get to see that ripple or that wave or that tsunami that because you showed up the way that you did, you impacted a humanity exactly the way that it needed you to do. 
-hmm. and continued doing that. Again, ladies and gentlemen, she's speaking to all of you, not just me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, um, what, what are you working on now? Absolutely. So I am so excited. I have, I'm winding down to this month launching a program that I have taken from my head and my heart um, and have utilized for over 20 years in coaching and putting it on paper, Mm. making it a live program that is a 12-week personal mastery quest focusing on standing in the power of re. And I have learned through my many journeys, the power of the two letters R-E when placed in front of any verb, that it gives us a new chance, a new outlook, a new kind of what I shared with you earlier, a new way that we can take that ball of Play-Doh and make it something else than what we did the time before, because we get to take these new experiences and evidence that we've given ourselves and stand in that version of ourselves and touch it differently this time. And so I'm super excited. There's seven elements that we go into in my program. First and foremost is redefining what resistance means and our ability to respond. So it gives a new frame to the word responsibility, which mm-hmm. usually make people go Ugh, responsibility. <laughs> um, but now we get to convert it and make it response dash ability. How do I have the ability to make a different outcome from this? And then number two is release. What are we being so comfortable and safe in that's not allowing us to expand and it's limiting our growth. Where is that glass ceiling that we've got to get rid of it? What no longer serves us? And then number three is rediscovering. So many times, most of my clients remind themselves that when they were a child, they were told, be quiet, stop asking questions. Mm -hmm. So that really important word, curiosity So in our rediscovery, allowing curiosity to have a space, asking those questions, whether they're deep within or within the environment that we're encircled by, and then finding out in that curiosity, what's my personal truth? What is, what makes me who I am? What am I not willing to budge? Where are my, you know, non, non non-negotiables? That I'm just going, nope, this is me. If you challenge it, you're going to get bucked back because this is me. And then number four, redesigning that immaculate reality. We all dream. Sometimes our reality is bigger than we're even capable of dreaming because we've allowed those limitations to define us for so long. So redesigning what that map is, what the next steps are, and then just trusting in the journey and you know, having that detachment from the outcome and just letting it all materialize in front of us. And then number five, recommitting, recommitting to us, to who we are first and foremost, and recommitting with intention and courage and standing in that personal power, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. And then six, relaunching your limitless expansion, 
relaunching what this is. Now that you've created it, now what do you do with it? You have to add action. So putting that radical action into place and unleashing the power of now, what's happening in this very moment that I need to be paying attention to that's going to make the biggest difference instead of worrying about what happened in the past or what's going to happen in the future. Let's just do this and let that be enough. And then finally, number seven, reintroducing yourself to the very best version of you, looking inward at that mirror and going, wow, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. This is who I am. I can do this. And that is really the empowerment that we talk about. And there's uh, neat live trainings and we're going to record it so that we, we can make it an evergreen program, but creating an ecosystem of other leaders just like you that have been there, that are stumbling, that need to be reminded, that have done miraculous things, that are still learning all in this journey in a very safe place to remind each other that we're not alone. And in that is, is just the beauty of creating that very safe space of non-judgment, of unconditional acceptance and unconditional love to nurture this growth and expansion. And so super excited about that. And I'll be doing some, some marketing through my Facebook and through my LinkedIn, through my Instagram, and then through my uh, landing page, which is just my name. Um, very easy to find, but just excited to grab onto people that are ready to touch uncomfortable, that are ready to let go of safety and routine and mediocrity and allow themselves a new expansive level that has been waiting a long time to show face. <laughs> that was me dropping my mic for you. <laughs> it was amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's taken a long time for it to all materialize and come to fruition, but I truly believe that Freedom at, at its finest only happens through surrender and detachment. And until we let go of where we are, we have no idea what we're capable of. And when we unpack and we let go of all of that, the expansion that's possible can be aligned with who our authentic self is. And we yeah. can discover and create the greatest version of us. And, and that is in the power. That's personal power at its finest. That's amazing. When when does it start? Uh, we are we are getting our marketing going September 11th. There's a lot of power behind that number. It was it was 22 years ago this mm -hmm. year that that day happened. And what I want people to remember, because it was such an emotional event for the entire world, most of us can say exactly where we were or what was happening in that very moment. Yeah. And, and honestly, my question to them is, if you can remember that moment, where in life has there been the right emotional attachment and excitement for you to be driven to want more of it instead of living in that fear or that, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? Are mm. we doing what we need to in life to attach positive emotions and positive experiences and being able to really, truly embrace the capacity that we were born to be here for. And, and that's really what is the encouragement because, you know, anybody can come up with those terrible days and go, oh, 
I know exactly where I was. Another one for me is the challenger when it exploded and the teacher being on it. I remember where I was in my elementary school. I remember Mm. how I felt in that very moment. And so I challenge myself each day. How do I create an experience every day that I can attach growth and learning and expansion to it instead so that life can be just as powerful as those moments that are tragic? I love it. I love you. (laughs) That is so awesome. Thank you. So yeah, we will, um, the actual launch itself, we will see um, in the response. This is my my legacy program. I've not Mm -hmm. done one of these before. And so it's really kind of fun to take my expertise and to put it in a new platform and figure out how exactly um, we can bring the right people together because that is a big part. It's not just about Amy. It's about gathering the right group of people for it to be a powerful experience for each and every person that shows up. So we will see exactly what leaders show up with their hands raised and how and when we'll be launching from there. But I know that there's so many of them out there. I know in my Facebook ecosystem, I get to encourage many of them and and get feedback from each of them as, as to where they are right now. And so I'm definitely encouraged that there will be lots of involvement and excitement about this program because there's a lot of individuals out there that are ready to show up differently in the world. And I just get to facilitate the ecosystem and allow each of those individuals to go along their own journey and walk alongside them in that and and just get to watch magic happen. That's so cool. And so before I actually made it official that we were starting, Uh you told me how long you've been working on this. And I want you to answer this question with two words, with how long it takes, how long it took you. And then I have a follow-up statement to that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So how long have you been working on this project? This project alone has taken me just over a year now. Ladies and gentlemen, when you hear yourself saying to yourself, oh, it's going to take a long time. The time will pass anyway. Yes. Do it anyway. Because look at, look at Amy. She's got this one step at a time. Yeah. And she's ready to go. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So ready. Thank you for this. Thank you for you showing up the way that you do to give me a space to authentically be me and not ask me to be something outside of that. I appreciate you and honor you and celebrate you for the amazing woman that you are. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate you too. I have one more question. Yeah. And I'm just curious to see if it'll be different from last time. Cause okay. I asked this at the end of every episode. And that is if you had one piece of advice that you could give to the world, what would it be? Mm. And last time we were speaking to my inner child and I will still be speaking to my inner child today, but I will remind her that mountains are not meant to carry that they're meant for us to climb. And on every level and every peak that we make it to, that we should be celebrating ourselves for that effort that was made and that action that was taken and love on ourselves even more than we ever have before. Ladies and gentlemen, Amy I am signing off. <laughs>
Until next time.